Hi, I'm Melody. I'm Candy. And I'm Gabe. And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. It's Melody, Candy, and Gabe, and we always love having extra people around us here. And we have just that. It's Eric Goss. Eric, good morning to you. Good morning. Now, Eric, I'm going to tell you that we, Candy, Gabe, and I, were not familiar with Minnow Kids until we heard about it from our listener engagement person who who works here at Joy FM. Since then, we have pulled it up. We have browsed through everything. And all we've got to say is, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. It is just awesome. Well, thanks. The Lord has blessed us uh, in very amazing ways with the quality of the people on our team. And that's one of the things that we set out to do when we started Minnow was to really try to create a place where world-class Christian professionals could do, you know, world-class Christian media for kids. Because we just feel like, well, with everything going on in the world of media right now, there's there's a lot going on. One of the groups that tends to get forgotten are Christian kids. Mm-hmm. And we just think it's so important to meet them where they're at. And parents are so struggling because it's like, oh, overwhelming media options, but really no good choices. And so, you know, that can feel very isolating when everybody's got their show and you don't. Mm-hmm. And so we really wanted to create a place where Christian parents knew it was built for them and that, and, and probably even more importantly, Christian kids could recognize this is a place for me. Well, I know as a mom of two kids that are now grown and also a children's ministry director for about 16 years, I would have just loved to have had more of this as mm-hmm. a mom and as a ministry director of children because you're right there's just not a lot out there in the tv world i should say Mm. and uh, and as we're looking through this website of all that you have i mean it's just like i kept scrolling and i kept scrolling (laughs) and i kept scrolling i was like this is absolutely incredible what all has been put together with Minnow Kids. Highly impressive. So kudos to you for that. And I have to tell you that Candy is in her 30s, and I think she's more excited than her five-year-old. I am. First of all, let me tell you this. As a parent to an 11-year-old and a five-year-old, I have been guilty of wanting my kids to watch um, encouraging Christian shows or um, things on their phone. And sometimes I have been guilty of just going like to YouTube or just going to Google Christian uh, TV shows for children or, you know, something wholesome for my kids to watch. And when we turn it on, A, it's either extremely, extremely low budget made and it's just not done well and they're not interested. Or number two, it's not completely Christian. (laughs) So I'm so excited to be able to go to an app that where they can pretty much have unlimited access and know that they will be safe and they're not going to hear things they shouldn't. They're not going to see things that their eyes shouldn't. So I am so excited. We have a fire stick on our TV, so we are going to be able to download this. We're getting it. We love it. So we're downloading that on our TV, and I have the app on my phone. 37 years old, and I have it on my phone. <laughs> because she's watching what? Uh, Veggie Tales, no, McGee and Me. McGee and Me. <laughs> These are things I grew up with, and they were so good. And You can't find, I mean, where can you go to find what Minnow is offering right now? It's incredible. I'm so blessed. So thank you for starting that. I'm highly inspired, (laughs) excited. Oh, cool. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I mean, my background was I started in the Navy as a helicopter pilot and was a, a PR spokesperson at the, at the Pentagon. 
went to business school and then had the, the privilege of being at Amazon in the early days. So I got there really about six months after they had their initial public offering. And there are only about 300 people at corporate. And so, and it was just built music video, which you can imagine, uh, back then. And uh, and I had a, a lot of opportunity to work on a lot of the digital initiatives and a lot, you know, worked on the first ebook business, worked on the first print-on-demand business, and had a chance to participate and collaborate on a lot of early digital strategies. And when we moved to Nashville and I started speaking to some folks in faith-based media, it was just very clear to me that there was a need for Christian parents because I, while I was in Seattle, I also planted a church and was an uh, elder in a church plant there in downtown Seattle. And one of the things that I recognize is a lot of folks who are new Christians who were coming to faith really didn't even know where to start with their kids. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I recognize is the power of media to help that just make that job a little easier for parents. And one of the features on Menno that we find that a lot of parents value is what we call the Menno five-minute family devotion. And this is kind of uh, born out of my own experience with three girls where, you know, sitting down and do something, a spiritual devotion for a five, seven, and nine-year-old and keeping their attention is really hard. And as we looked at this, we're like, hey, we've got great teachable moments in all these shows. Let's consent, let, let's see if we can create little five-minute moments for families. And so we hear stories now of parents who, you know, on the way to, to school in the minivan are doing devotions using five-minute family devotions using the mobile app. And so we, what we're really trying to do is make the content as useful as possible, where it's a entertainment alternative for families who are trying to avoid the bad stuff on a lot of the other major platforms, but even better, really make a screen time not something where you feel like you're compromised, but mm-hmm. it feels like you're actually doing it, it's helping you do your job as a parent, yes. raising up Christian kids. Absolutely. Yes. I have a three-year-old, and I know the same experience as many is whenever you need a few minutes to do some chores or you just need a break, it's very easy. The iPad is mm-hmm. it's just part of daily life. And uh, even though we have a lot of parental controls and restrictions on what he watches, there are still things I'm like, well, how, uh, nope, how did delete that? that? Nope, block mm-hmm. that. And so many innuendo. Yes. yes. That's what and, I, is awful. And as Candy said, even though something may say this is Christian programming or this is safe, my definition of safe for my three-year-old is very different mm-hmm. than that company's definition of safe for a three-year-old. So I saw on your website where y'all have this extensive checklist process of verifying content before it's even allowed on your streaming platform. And that really impressed me. Mm -hmm. Kind of speak to that, if you like, of the process of how you select programming for your streaming service. Yeah, I appreciate you asking that question because it's something that's so important and near and dear to my heart. And, And a lot of this is born out of my experience as Amazon, where you can't build great products unless you're rigorously intentional about what you're trying to accomplish on part of the user. And what we wanted parents to know, and basically we thought about like as parents, what do we want to know? We want to know that people have reviewed this biblically and theologically, that mm-hmm. they know that it's good theology. We want to know that it's good production values. That is, our kids watch it, you know, when they show it with their friends, the kids aren't going to be made fun of, or they're not going to be viewed as, hey, this is mediocre because it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is, it's, it's got to be funny, it's got to be entertaining, and then we want people to enjoy it. And so we've built out, I think there's, it's over 50 points now on our checklist where we're reviewing, um, you know, how's the, the, you know, the biblical thought, how's the theology of the show, 
how how um, are the production values and then the entertainment values. We usually have two to three employees view it internally, and then we actually send shows out for theological review to seminarians to get feedback. And what's interesting, because again, I think a lot of people think children's programming, oh, it's just kids' cartoons. And the reality is doing children's programming well is really hard because mm-hmm. um, you can you can have people who are really good theologically, right, for kids, and it can be boring as all get out. Um, and then you can have people who are super entertaining, and it can be heretical. And so the goal here is we really want to make sure that whatever we put in front of children, that it's bringing glory to God and that parents can feel good about that. And that, you know, while we are selling a premium video service to serve Christian kids, we're really selling trust. Yeah. And we really want to make sure that what we do day in and day out, not only do parents grow in their trust to the quality of the work that we're doing, but that we feel like we're honoring God in everything that we do as well. Mm. I absolutely love that and appreciate that so much because it's a false statement to think that you have to sacrifice quality mm-hmm. or entertainment for biblical accuracy. Yes. You can mm-hmm. have all of them do it and do it well. Yeah, absolutely. I pulled up just all the shows and a lot of it is animated, but there is a lot of it that is not, which appeals to maybe even an older child, Mm -hmm. uh, especially. But I also love that you have different things for for holidays, like you have an Advent show and you have some Easter things are popping Mm -hmm. up now already. And then something called Seeds Family Worship. There's just so many different things to choose from. And I mean, I think a child could stay on this literally all day long. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And just probably don't want that no, all day but long. But yeah. there's just so many different uh, different things. I want to know, like, how do you keep up? Like, how do you, is this stuff just changing all the time? Or how does that work? Well, it is. We've, we've got a team that's involved in reviewing content and, and, and making content. So when we first started the company in early 2019, before the pandemic hit, you know, the big focus was what can we do to license shows and find shows. And, and, and we've been able to get some great shows. We have, the, we have one of the largest collections of VeggieTales on the planet. Like, there's only wow. one or two other companies that even come close to having the number of VeggieTales that we have. Both the classic episodes that most of us grew up on and, and loved, but VeggieTales has new episodes that a lot of people don't know about that they actually released in the last two years that are really, really more akin to kind of what those initial episodes were. But then there are a lot of, you know, small production studios that are, are making shows. But the hard part, and again, you know, this is on the business side, When I, and one of the reasons I started the company was for most of us when we were growing up, mom and dad or, or our families will basically discover Christian shows at Christian retail. And now that Christian retail doesn't really exist in the way that it did, there's really no way to kind of bump into new shows. And so one of the things that we're really passionate about is what can we do to create a place for creators who are Christian and want to tell great stories for Christian kids and Christian families. And so what's been exciting about what we've been doing is we've been interacting with you know world-class professionals in Los Angeles. Angeles and New York. You know, one of the creators we work with is a showrunner that um, basically leads the show, Daniel Tiger and Blues Clues. And they're like, hey, we want to make Christian shows, but we have no idea how to do that. And so what we've been able to do is actually create opportunities for these believers who otherwise couldn't really use their gifts to tell stories, you know, advancing the gospel and helping kids understand who Jesus is. You know, we're creating that opportunity for them. And so what we're trying to do is really create an economy 
around Christian children's media. So families, you know, are, you know, every year um, getting a better collection, a better catalog to be able to help their kids have Christian imaginations, to really understand and imagine what could it be like if I actually spent my whole life walking with God day in and day out. Mm. So if you're if you're listening right now and you're like, hey, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, I'm a grandpa, I want to know all about that, you can go to GoMinnow.com, and Minnow is M-I-N-N-O. GoMinnow.com. I think uh, you can, don't you get like a free week that you can sign up for? And if you like it, you can continue going. Yeah, so we offer a one-week free trial, so you can go and try it out on on our website. Or if you if you like purchasing on the app stores, you can go to the Apple App Store or to uh, Kindle Fire, to the Amazon App Store or Roku, and and subscribe there. The other thing that we're doing is for Easter, we're actually going to put a 90-minute Easter block of free shows on YouTube. And so um, a lot of parents are going to be looking for Easter content, and so that'll be a 90-minute block celebrating Easter, and we'll be curating um, kids' worship songs and shows about Easter and everything leading up to Easter. And so um, that'll be a great opportunity if folks want to see what the content's like and, and get a, and get a um, you know, kind of a taste of Minnow. That's one way to go do that. The other thing that I'll mention, just when they when they get into the app on their free trial, is we've got those five-minute family devotions that we've talked about. But then we also, on our website, have a lot of download guides to help families, you know, have those spiritual conversations that they want with kids because parents are super busy. They're so time starved and it's hard to actually, you know, think through, okay, what does it mean to engage my child spiritually? And so what we're trying to do is with the app, we've got the video content, but we also have provided a ton of like, download guides and activity sheets that parents can download to be able to do something with their children off screen as well. Probably one of the, the most significant things we have is what's called the Minnow Laugh and Grow Bible for Kids, which is one of the fastest selling children's Bible in the history of Christian publishing and just recently won the Christian Book Award in 2020. Mm. And, um, and that's, we're really proud of that. Um, there's 52 Bible stories. And again, that's another way that we're trying to serve Christian families and give them a sense of kind of what Minnow's about and what we're trying to accomplish. I love it. And I love that you're, as a parent, you want all this for your kids, you know, but it's just, you're surrounded by technology and stuff's coming at you from everywhere. But to know there's one place to go that you can get all of that, that will help encourage your kids, devotion time for your kids. I love it. I also love that you can have a watch list. So all the favorite shows that maybe your child likes, you can easily get to them by just adding mm. them and starring them there. So it looks like to me, Eric, you've you've thought of everything, mm-hmm. like everything. <laughs> hey, does popcorn come with this, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. We're working on it. <laughs> Real quick, why the name Minnow? Yeah, so that's a great question. As, a, as an entrepreneur and business professional, I think I've spent my whole life, I grew up spiritually with the navigators um, from a discipleship standpoint. And... Uh, uh, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a strong-willed guy. I'm a type A guy and um, have been successful in my career, both in the Navy and at Amazon. And, you know, I've been involved in church. And, uh, you know, the Lord put me through a really challenging time where I just recognized I was very self-willed. There's a sense of wanting to do Christian things, but in my own way. And God really impacted me through John 15, where Jesus says, you know, that the goal is for us to abide in Him and Him and us, and that He'll produce the fruit. It's not 
our job to produce the fruit. It's God's job to produce yes. the fruit in our lives. But the word abide, the Greek word for that for abide is mino. And as we were, as I was praying through names for the company, I almost felt like the Lord just said mino, like it needs to be mino. And because you know the heart of this whole thing for me is I, I'm a guy who was on the verge of bankruptcy uh, a few years ago and in, in, in trying to do great things for the kingdom. Mm. And God said, you know, look, Eric, I don't need your help. I, I just need <laughs> you to walk with me. And and so, and, and John 15 has huge impact. And I just thought, you know what? I'm a guy in my late 40s who's on the verge of bankruptcy, just learning this. And what would have happened if I'd learned this as a seven-year-old, mm. what it means to walk with God day in and day out and what the impact team could have been. And so that's really the heart of Menno is what can we do to help families experience God's goodness? Because I think so many times, a lot of people feel like walking with Christ is just one more thing I've got to, I've got to figure out and squeeze into my life. And what I rec- what I've recognized and what I've learned is um, there's no greater joy than walking with God and seeing the goodness of His covenant of life with us. And that's really what I want to see in the lives of our members, that they can experience that. And, and in the process that those lives, the quality of our lives can be such that it actually changes the communities and the, the people that we're around, that they want to know the Jesus that we know and love and experience each day. You know, as like I said, as a ministry director of children, I know, it, although unintentional, I think, and although well-meaning, many churches, I have noticed, really spend an enormous amount of time and resources and, and funds on youth ministry. And, and that's all good. But sometimes the kids, I feel like, get left in a place where it's more babysitting than, you know, just a real sense of uh, trying to teach them, even at a young age, about Jesus and what Jesus means and, and that all that he has to offer us, even as a child. And uh, and I know Barner Research says that a child, for the most part, will believe what he, he or she is going to believe by the age of nine. And so if that is the case, it is imperative that we do more for our children just across the board in, in our in our families, in our churches, just everywhere that you can. These children need to start learning early about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think this is just another perfect tool uh, to help do just that. In this in this day and age, mm-hmm. you cannot start too soon. Well, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, a good friend of mine says that we have a tendency to overestimate what parents can learn and underestimate what kids can learn. Absolutely. And I'll just share just a quick story. Like one of the shows that I actually had a chance to actually help produce is a show called Buck Denver Ask What's in the Bible that was created by um, VeggieTales creator Phil Vischer for the purpose of helping uh, parents better understand the Bible. And my eldest daughter has type 1 diabetes and she was five years old when we working on that show. And she had watched the first episode talking about original sin and the need for salvation. And she, out of the back of the minivan, she she said, Dad, do I have type 1 diabetes because of original sin? Oh. And uh, and I was like, I mean, this is like a five-year-old. So I was practically in tears. But we talked about how the fact, because she said, it's exciting to me to think that I won't have type 1 diabetes in heaven. And so, so she's putting that connection. And I think we have a tendency to, like kids are actually contextualizing that the world they grow up in 
and they're using a lot of the media that they're interacting with to make sense of what they're observing and seeing. And we have tons of stories where kids have watched Minnow, shows on Minnow, and come to their parents and kind of how they're contextualizing things spiritually and what God is doing versus sort of looking at it through a different lens. These opportunities that are invisible to us, we don't see them because we can't even imagine that they're even possible. And, and that's where I'm like, you know what, we just want to be able to get the right resources into the hands of families and let the Holy Spirit do its work, really helping these families discover the life that God has for them. Absolutely. Well, before we go, Eric, let's just go back a minute. So you were a Navy helicopter pilot. You have planted a church and you've worked for Amazon. Yes. Good gracious. Yeah. Boy, I feel bad about yeah, my I, life. I, I, I'm also, well, I'm, a, I'm also an adjunct professor at Vanderbilt's Business School for Digital Marketing. Of course so. you are. Oh my of course you are, Eric. Oh, y'all is dropped. <laughs> wow. Thanks. I appreciate that. I hope that I, I'll take that in the best sense of it. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I always say surround yourself with smart people. Never be the smartest person in the room. No, so I'm definitely safe on this call. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. If you're I'm the smartest safe. person in the room, there's a problem. Always. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Well, Eric, thank you for spending your your morning with us today. And again, congratulations on something that we just think is absolutely awesome. Yes. So grateful for your support. And if you guys ever need anything, don't hesitate. We'd love to help you. Thank you so much. We're big on on blessing people. So we want to do everything we can to to support what you guys are doing because we think it's so important in the world today. Thank you again, Eric. And uh, we look forward to maybe working with you some more in the future. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises podcast with Melody, Candy, and Gabe. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. You can learn more at joyfm.org. Try Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect a laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today.